You're listening to Chasing Prophecy Radio, where we discuss anything and everything beyond the scope of normal. On UPRN Talk Radio FM 107.7 in New Orleans and FM 105.3 in Mississippi. If it's unexplainable, we're talking about it. Whether you're a believer or a skeptic, we cover everything where the unknown becomes the known. And now, here's your host, Jenny Nicasio. Welcome to Chasing Prophecy on FM 107.7 in New Orleans and 105.3 in Henderson Point, Mississippi, where we explore everything beyond the scope of normal. I'm Jenny Nicasio, and tonight we're going to talk about something a little mystical. We're going to go through the veil a little bit where we explore the unknown and discuss the mysteries that surround us. In the quiet moments when the veil between worlds are thin, some of us find ourselves in the threshold of the extraordinary. It's here in these fleeting instances that the fabric of our reality ripples, revealing glimpses of the uncharted and the unknown. And so tonight, I want to say good evening and welcome. And if you have a question or comment, please feel free to put it in the chat. We're being broadcasted all over the United States and beyond. And we're going to be on eight different platforms tonight on on Facebook and YouTube. And then we're going to be uploaded to the SoundCloud where hundreds of thousands of people get to hear us. So that's good. So I just want to let you know this episode will promise to enlighten and inspire and guide you towards a deeper understanding of your spiritual path. And I'm thrilled to introduce our extraordinary guest for this evening. It's Daniel Jackson, a remarkable individual who has been blessed with the unique gift that sets him apart. Daniel has the rare ability to communicate with the archangels and spirits, a talent that allows him to offer unparalleled guidance and assistance to those seeking to fulfill their spiritual destiny. Daniel is not just a... Um, convert to messages from beyond the spiritual realm. He's a teacher, a mentor of light, a beacon of light. And many who find themselves at the crossroads seeking purpose and direction in life, and he can help people do that. Um, His passion lies in helping people understand their reason for existence and aiding them to become the best version of themselves. It's a journey of transformation led by Daniel's profound insight into the wisdom that he channels from the archangels themselves. What makes tonight's show even more special is Daniel's love for connecting with you and our listeners. So if you have a question for him um, later in the chat and the show, towards the end of the show, um, you can go ahead and I'll post a link and you can come on the show And he's going to do his best to answer any questions or anything you want to talk about. So um, without further ado, I'm going to bring on Daniel. Uh, Welcome to Chasing Prophecy, Daniel. This is the first time you're on the show. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. 
Thank you for having me on, and thank you for that introduction. You made me sound pretty awesome, so <laughs> I'm okay with that. Well, I'm glad I made you awesome. I see a couple people coming in. Um, sometimes YouTube is a little uh, slow in Facebook to bring our people into the chat, but thank you, Cindy, for joining us tonight. Like I said, if you have a question towards the end, we'll leave the last 30 minutes to if anybody has a comment, so I'll, I'll keep Absolutely. doing that. And we're I'll be glad to answer for them. Good. We'll have a little bit of break towards that. So I have a little commercial break um, when, when it's that time. So, Daniel, um, I had the pleasure of talking to you before the show. Let me give me some insight. Okay. So I know a lot of people, um, medium psychic, they are they have this gift when they're young and they're born with it. Can you tell us, give us a little background? Yes. Uh, th- you have it when you're young because basically you ba- you wake up in a baby body going, wah, and your mom and dad's going, oh, I'm your mom and dad. And you're going, I don't know who the heck you are, but okay. But the, And they raise you and they teach you the ways of the world. Unfortunately, when they're teaching you the ways of the world, they're telling you all the lies and deception that is out in this world. And you believe it because you're learning from them, which happens to be they are throwing a bucket of bleach over top of you and washing you away of all that purity and all that truth that you just – had before you got here that you brought from home, which was what we would call heaven. And some of us are meant to keep of it, and a lot of us are just not meant to keep it. As I say, as I explain to people, some of us are just meant to be teachers, others are meant to be students. But we do have this ability when we come in when we're young. Uh, That's why when our children are telling us, I'm seeing grandma or I'm seeing grandpa, or they're talking about someone else. But what people don't understand they are afraid of, so we tell our children that they have imaginary friends. No. They are seeing spirit. They are in communication with spirit. They have a connection to spirit because they just came from a perfect place, and now they are back in here again for a return trip, and that's why they are able to do it. But it usually goes away after the ages of between the nine and 11 years old, and it just goes away. But there are those of us who are meant to keep it, and it stays with us. But some of us don't wake up to it. Some of us just can't put two and two together. I myself was not able to put two and two together up until right before I was turning 50 years old, and that's when it, but that's when I was meant to to wake up to it. Uh, they were, they put things in front of me. They tested me in a way to see if I was going to move forward with it. And I ju- I did because I had seen spirit my entire life ever since being the age of three years old. Um, but my whole family did uh, where I was living in New Jersey. We lived in this town. I had a little battlefield there with a Hessian spot and had a little hospital there. So my whole family was experiencing it. But so a lot of the homes in the neighborhood, but by the time I was 17, my my parents and I moved away out of New Jersey down to Delaware. And from that point on, I was the only one who was continuing to see, hear, feel, and smell them and everything. So, And it's just, it continued throughout my life. But I just, I got used to it. And I would explain it this way. When, you know, when our mom and dad fed us green beans and then 30 years later you love green beans. Why? Because you get used to it. Well, I just got used to it. But there was some... Uh, what we would call traumatic um, happenings that were going on that were different than the others. But again, it was pretty much the same thing. But there was a point right before I was turning 50 that my wife went away on vacation for two weeks. And then for those two weeks, I saw everything you could ever imagine that was going on in my house that was in a scary movie. So, um, 
it, yeah, I saw green and red mist pouring out of the walls with skulls coming out with red eyes and fangs. Oh. I saw seven-foot skeletons walking what? around the house. I saw the hat man oh, in my basement. So, picture. Yeah. That's not nice. So what, what, why, why did it happen? Like, I mean, your, your wife went away. You started seeing these things? Uh, because I had to see it on an individual basis because it was up to me. Since it was a personal thing, it was for me to decide if I was going to be completely scared of it or was I going to try to figure out what was going on? And they wanted me to figure out what was going on. So it was, be, it was being presented to just me so that I could make that decision for myself. And so yeah. I just, it was when my wife came home and she told me about her adventures of being away on vacation and I told her about mine. And then she, she for a time thought that maybe because I'm diabetic, she thought maybe my medicines were causing me some type of diabetic well, psychosis. Yeah. But three days after being home, she started to experience some of the same things. And so your wife started, experienced it too? Yeah, she did. Uh, it was very, you could, it was very undeniable. You, you couldn't, you couldn't make this up. Yeah. yeah. So, what part of the, where are you, what, what state or are you from the United States? Are you from? Yes, I, I, I lived. All that was happening. I mean, I lived in New Jersey and then Delaware That's up until I was 55. And then two years ago, my wife and I moved out here to Arizona. But the only reason I came out here to Arizona because spirit guided me out here. So do you have do you think it had anything to do with where you were from? The land? No, it has to do absolutely with with me. And, it's but all about it me. Affected your wife too. That's that's amazing. Because I mean, she's connected to me. Is there some kind of correlation between? I mean, why would yeah, she have the same thing? Because she's my wife and she's connected oh. to me. Okay, so she's your wife and she's okay. And the spiritual. Yeah, wife. I I have something going on with me that no other medium on the face of the earth has, and so it's very that? special and very different. What's that? What is that? That's different. Um. So when you wake up out of your body, when you're finished here, you'll wake up out of your body. You'll look down. You'll see your body and go, oh, I guess I don't need that anymore. You take a step to the left. You look to the right, and a light will turn on for you. Everyone gets a personal light in this world. Oh, wow. Everyone does. Uh, and you'll either cross over into the light or you won't, and it'll be by your choice. No one can save a space for you in heaven. No one can, can take you to heaven. No one can absolve you of your sins, none of that stuff, because that's a bunch of bull crap. That's, that's brought to you by the people who want to tell you how to live your life the way they want you to live it and give them 10%. And how did they know about 10% back then? Because the people who wrote the Bible and all those books and all that stuff were kings and queens. That's how, that's how they know. So they made the rules, okay? And, and when, when you break the rules, you're doing what they call sin. No one sins because we are all created from God, from a part of him, which makes our souls a divine soul. So no one actually sins. We just live in a world with rules and, and laws. So, But when you wake up out of your body, you're either going to walk into that light or you're, going to, or you're going to remain here as an earthbound spirit. And as many spirits that cross over into the light, there's that many that don't, okay? And it's by choice. And a lot of them don't go because when you wake up out of your body, let me ask real quick, Jenny, so... Um, I'm in communicate. I'm always in communication with. So you've been here 27 times. So you're on your 27th lifetime. When you wake up out of your body, you're going to get all the memories of your your lifetime here, plus the all the memories of your 26 other lifetimes. And you're going to know at that moment because you have all those memories. Once you look into that light, you're going to know there's a possibility you might have to come back. And you come back for one reason because you haven't fulfilled your purpose. It's not punishment. God doesn't punish us. He doesn't judge us. We judge ourselves a thousand times a day. Why does he need to do it once more? Because he just doesn't. That's a It's all a lie. Okay, but this. Years. But 20 you, lives. Twenty-seven lives. 
Yeah, you've been here 27 lifetimes, and you haven't always been. You haven't always been a woman either. You've you've been a man quite a few times oh, as well. So, um, you've been a man 13 times. So don't worry about oh. it. But um, and I'm getting all this information. I'm being told this information. I get touched on my face. This is yes. It's going across my eyebrow. That's yes. And then it feels like a tear running down my face for no. And in the beginning, it was just two t- two yeses. I was getting it from two archangels, one named Manos and one named Helen. Now uh, it's been uh, seven years, and now it's 52. I get 52 touches on my face by 52 different archangels. One of them not really an archangel, Jesus Christ. So, um, but uh, always yeses, and that's always no. Okay. So again, you would go, you would leave here, and you would go home. Okay. And if you have to come back, you'll come back. But the only way you would come back into another body is because you went home to heaven. That's the only way you come back into another body. Anyone who remains here, they're not going to go back into another body because they remain in this lower energy place. Now, with that, you would come back into another body and be born again into another body. And that's the only way you're reborn. Religion cannot reborn you, okay? So you would come into a new body. Now, that light will turn off once you go in. Or if you don't go in, it'll turn off and you'll remain here. But you can always cross over any time because there is another light that shines all the time. This is what we refer to as the light into heaven. And this light that is shining all the time is also in this physical world. It is another soul that is in a, is in a physical body that is here all the time. So when you leave, you would go home, and then if you have to return, you, you're born into another body. It doesn't work that way for this particular soul. When the body terminates, another one's being born, it automatically goes into that, and so on, and so on, and so on. It just keeps going. So now, this light shines all the time so all spirit can see it, so they know where to go. Like you said, like you called me earlier, the beacon of light. It's that kind of thing. It is a beacon of light so all spirit can see it, but not just see it, they can hear it as well. Like when, because it's in the body, it is speaking. Now, like other people like yourself and everyone else, spirit can hear all that. They can hear all that noise. And it becomes like static after a while, like when we were children and the TV turned off at 2 o'clock in the morning and then everything went to static. Well, they hear that like static. So being pure energy, they can manipulate themselves. They can tune that stuff out because 7.5 billion people, it gets to be like static. With this one particular soul that is in a body, they can't tune it out because they, na- they need to hear it so they know where to go. They need to be able to see the light. They need to be able to hear that soul and know where to go to get to where they need to be if they want to cross over. And that light and that soul is me. That's a lot of information. I just want to And you'll never hear another medium ever say it again or talk about it. You know why? Because it's not them. And it doesn't need to be anyone else because it only needs to be one. I didn't find this information out until after being a medium for about two and a half years, being in contact with archangels. They are the ones who told me I am this because they kept they kept calling me their, their guiding light. Just want to take one quick quick uh, breath here. Anybody in the chat? Hello. Thank you for being here today. It's kind of hard. It's given us so much information that I'm um, trying to read the chats and listen to them at the same time. So if you have a question, go ahead and post it and I'll put it on the screen for Daniel. Um, Daniel, uh, many people are curious uh, about the nature of your communication from sure. the spirit realm. Okay. What do you want to so know? Can you describe like what, what it takes what it's like to receive a message? I mean, 
from an archangel? Is it a verbal communication? Is it a feeling? Um, it is both. Or it is. Uh, so again, I get touched on my face for yes and no answers, uh, but they also put thought into my mind. And in the in the beginning, it was I was only get thought into my mind maybe five percent of the time. Uh, it has progressed since then. Now it's ninety percent of the time. But ninety that ninety percent means I'm only about ten percent me that is left over. I'm losing my own memory. I'm losing a, a lot of part of me. So, but uh, yes, I get touched, and then I also get told things all day long. It never turns off. It never goes away. It's always a part of me. And then I also see archangels in front of me, completely surrounding me. They're not men with wings and shields and swords by any means. They don't look like people. Uh, Most Daniel, of them don't. Uh, Barbara wants to know, um, or she's commenting, they always said that there's a birthday to death. No. no? There's no such thing as a birthday. There's no such thing as a because birthday. Because only the body dies. The soul continues on. The, so, the soul was created a long time ago. So there's no actual birthday. I mean, you've been here 27 times, meaning you've had 27 birthdays, meaning you've also had 26 other sets of moms and dads, brothers and sisters, dogs and cats, and 26 other astrological signs that mean absolutely nothing because your body is born. Your soul is not. And it's not born under the stars because the original calendar was five months long, then nine months long, then 10 months, and then 12 months. Meaning astrology is nothing except a bunch of people standing around looking up at the stars saying, let's play connect the dots. Wow, it makes a fish. What about the other, other billions of stars? What do they mean to you? Nothing as much as those other signs mean nothing to you. Because you've been 27 different signs. So which one are you? None of them. Because don't let that article in a newspaper define what your day is going to be like. It's going to be like what it is by the choices that you make and not what someone made for you. That's the power and control, trying to keep you under control. So, yeah, there, there is no – you were created a long time ago, and that's it. And you keep going, and that's it. When you get into the spirit realm or what we call the earthbound realm or into heaven, you just are. You just be. There is no waiting for 4.30 to go somewhere. You just are. You just exist. You just exist. You just don't realize it because you're not meant to know all that stuff. Because if you did, if you knew what it was like to live in heaven, you wouldn't be able to function here as a human being, living the human experience, learning your lessons and fulfill your purpose. And the purpose is we are here to help each other just for the sake of helping, not because you can, but because you should, in a way that you're going to help them do something they cannot figure out for themselves or you're helping them to help them figure it out. That's it. It's, very, it's a very physical thing. It's not becoming a doctor or a lawyer or a teacher. You're going to fulfill your purpose by being one thing, which we all are as human. Um, for everybody who's asking about a reading, uh, we're going to do that towards the last uh, and the half girl who, hour. And the girl just told me to ask her about her angels. Like I said, yeah, like I said earlier, people don't have angels with them. You have spiritual guides with you. So please let that go. You don't need, a, you don't need an angel to go get a cup of freaking coffee. You just don't. You would only have angels with you because you're performing a specific task that God wants you to do, and you are aware of it. And you are in communication with them, and you are helping the masses. Not two or three people, the masses. You are helping humanity. That's what you're doing. I have them with me because they protect me from all negative energies because I cross spirit over, not one or two, thousands at a time. Because as many people that cross over, there's that many that don't. And then you got so a it's comment constant. From Michael it's Anthony constant. Yeah. has a comment. 
He's saying, could there be light beings only showing you what your beliefs are, identifying that way and what you believe in when they contact you? Does that make sense? Um, well, the, the uh, even archangels show their true selves to me, but they can, because they are pure energy, they can manipulate themselves to look like something for you so that it'll make you easier to deal with. Because when I see archangels in front of me or completely surrounding me, I see eight-foot prey mantises standing around me. I also see some that look like uh, birds, some that look like uh, lizards, that type of thing. Uh, I only see one that I know of. That's her name is Helen. She touches the back of my head. It feels like a spider walking across my head. Uh, she's rubbing my head because whenever I get nervous about something, she rubs my head. But uh, but uh, she's the only one that I've seen so far that looks like a, was a woman. She was a an Egyptian princess like five thousand years ago. And the oh, only wow. reason she's she's with me is because of, in one of my lifetimes I was in a relationship with her. Uh, but um, but uh, yeah the. They're not men, men with wings and shields and swords, uh, but they, tro they show their true selves to me because me being that light, the reason I am the light is because a long time ago, God asked for his archangels to stand up and, and he needed a volunteer to come here and be the light for this planet. And I was that. I, I volunteered. So in other words, what I'm telling you is I'm a living, breathing, walking, talking archangel, but I'm living the human experience just like everyone else is. Interesting. Uh, somebody... Um uh, I don't know if you want to hold off on those questions till later. Uh, no, it's okay. She crossed over. Don't worry about it. She crossed over. That's good. Yeah. I, I, it's not everybody does. I, I get people who ask me that question all the time. And usually, like, I was able to, I just said that for her. But sometimes when I get an answer, because as soon as I read it, I was being touched across my forehead. And uh, and so I got a yes for that. But when it, when it is a no... I, I usually ask that person, don't ask questions you don't want answers to. Yeah, really. That's, yeah, uh, they say they want the truth, but not everybody can handle the truth. Yeah, really, that's that's true. Your work involves um, guiding others to the on their spiritual path. And yes. Can you share a particular um, memorable experience or story where you felt that you're <clears throat> you made a significant impact on someone's life? Um, sure. I have... Uh, uh, in my book, I, I had a couple of readings that I put in there. Um, there was one instance. I was at this uh, festival uh, called Illuminate Festivals over on the East Coast in Maryland. And the uh, people were just coming into the festival. They were walking through. And this couple came up to my table. And, and the woman said, uh, I said, can I help you? She's like, well, um, we're not sure. We just got here. We're looking around. I said, okay, don't worry. I'll see you in about an hour. And then she walked away. She came back an hour later. I said, hey, it's good to see you guys back. And I said, you guys go to get a reading? And the woman said, yeah, I think I will. And I was like, <coughs> okay. So sit down and let's, uh, and as I tell everyone, I tell them, I can only tell the truth one way. I can't tell 50 ways until one way suits you. So meaning if you ask me a question and I get the answer for you, that's the answer. If you don't like the answer and you try to ask that question a different way, it's not going to make a difference because it's still the truth. Just because you can't handle it doesn't mean it's not the truth. I communicate with archangels, not men with wings and shields and swords, but they are here to help us. But you have to listen, trust, and follow through. And she was like, okay. I said, now let me see your hand. And I, she held her hand out, and I held her hand. I said, she gripped it. I said, now I got to grip it like you mean it. You know, give me the kung fu grip. So she holds on to my hand. And then what I normally see with that is I see spirit animals. And the spirit animal will show me something. It will act out in a certain way to show me exactly what's going on with this person. But this time, different. 
So this time, when I held her hand, I saw a horse standing in front of her. And then it walked over and it stood next to her. <laughs> now this horse was kind of patchy white and brown like a cow would be. But the unusual part about this horse was the horse didn't have a regular horse's mane. It looked like it had a wig on its head. Like he cut the ear through this wig and it had a blonde wig on its head. And I told her this and I said, because at first I said, what, do you guys own a farm or something? She said, why do you say that? I said, well, I see this horse around you and this horse next to you. And it just kind of, and they just kind of looked at me at first. And I said, but anyway, I see this wig on this horse's head. I said, doesn't look like the mane. just looks like they poked some holes through this wig and put this blonde wig on, the, on this head. As I said that, her husband starts going through his phone, and he's flipping through his phone. And I said, now here's what the weird part is. I said, I see the, the horse's stall, and I see the, doll, the door open, the horse walk out of the stall. The stork, horse comes about, comes around you, stands next to you on your right side, and then he puts his head on your, on your shoulder and tells me that it's your, you're his mommy. I said, what's that all about? And then the husband, he gets done. He goes, is this the horse? And I said, yeah. What's with the wig on his head? And he said, we had a portrait done of our horse. <clears throat> I said, okay. He said, we don't like this portrait because we saw that picture too. And uh, we're pretty upset about this. I said, really? How upset? He said, well, we paid $5,000 for this portrait to be done. He said, but we, take the, we took that picture and we put it in the closet because we, we put it up. We don't like that, that, that thing on his head. It looks like a wig. And I said, <clears throat> okay. And I said, so what about the uh, thing coming around? And she said, well, we own horses. We have a stable full of horses and we have a, a farm. I said, like I said in the beginning, do you guys have a farm? And they said, well, we just wanted to check and see if you were actually real. I said, no, I'm real. I said, so what about the horse? And she said, every morning I would wake up and I would go outside to feed the horses. And I said, okay. And she said, when I would get to the stall, every time I would come to his stall, I would open the stall. And when I would, the horse would walk around and he'd walk around in the circle and come up and put his head on my shoulder. Forbidden history, grisly ghosts, monstrous cryptids, and harrowing folklore dominate Japan's history and culture. Mysterious Japan is a bi-weekly podcast presenting these spine-chilling horror stories, urban legends, and unbelievable histories in a campfire story format. Many of these tales have never been presented in English before. Our journey takes place where dark history and supernatural folklore collide. Mysterious Japan is produced, written, and translated by recognized Japan expert Dr. Heath Avey. Season 1 relates the unbelievable legends and ghost stories from the so-called suicide forest. Listen to Mysterious Japan for free on Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Learn more at our website at themysteriousjapan.com and be transported by unbelievable stories where the lines between reality and folklore become blurred in the shadowlands of Japan. Once again, that's themysteriousjapan.com. And I said, the horse believes that you are his mommy. Oh. Because you took care of him. Oh. And then they both started crying their eyes out. I had, I had never had two people stand up and hug me so hard ever in my entire life. So and wild. as I said to them, as I said to everybody, 
I can't make this stuff up. I just can't. Yeah, that's so, yeah it, it was a pretty amazing moment. Now, sometimes that happens. Does it happen for everybody? No, but because everyone's different. Everyone is going to get a different reading. Everyone wants a, a wow moment. But sometimes they're a wow moment. I just did some readings over the weekend, and I, I, I outed a person there. She sat in front of me, and I held her hand. And as soon as I held her hand, I got touched. And I was like, what was that for? And then they told me. They told me she had an ability like mine, but, you know, as a medium. And I said to her, were you going to hold this back and waiting to tell me? Or did you want me to, to tell you that you're a, a, a medium? And she burst out in tears. Well, and then I told her what she needed to do and, and how she needed to progress with this. But even still, for her, that wasn't enough. And she said, well, I was hoping to get a wow moment. I said, She's, you don't think being able to talk to spirit and, and get messages isn't a wow moment? You don't think that? She said, Doesn't, don't a lot of people have that? I said, no. I said, maybe 10% of the population. That's about it. So that's, a gift, that's yeah. your, yeah, that's your, that's a big deal. But it took me it's, after talking to her some more. She finally figured out. She goes, okay, I, I understand what you're saying now. She said, she said, don't all these people here? I said, if all these people had this ability, then why would they be coming to me for answers? They're coming here yeah. because they don't know what's going on. So I'm here to help them. But yeah, that's what happens. Okay, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to go ahead and I'm going to put a, I'm going to post a link and if you want to come on and get a reading from Dan. Okay? Daniel. One moment. Dan, Daniel's fine. <laughs> okay. I don't like to be called Danny. It makes me feel like I'm 7. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, why isn't this coming on? Figures. Ah. Of course I never do it right. Of course, of course I need help. I need help. Okay, where are we? I can't find it now that I will. Here we go. Here we go. It's not coming on. Hmm. <clears throat> El Ron Hubbard. No, not that I guy. don't know why it's not coming on when I want it to come on. Okay, we'll try one more. Okay, where is he? We can talk as, as long as you want to. I don't, I don't, I'm not on a schedule. I talk to dead people. Come on. <laughs> well, of course, I don't see it in here anymore. Maybe they moved it. Yeah, of course, of course, of course, it's not in here. So we're just going to go ahead and do the, um, well, I don't know, maybe they took it out. Controls. They might have took out the ad. I don't see it in here, but that's okay. That's cool. Okay, so what I'm going to do, folks, I'm going to go ahead and put a invite in here. You can do video or you can do the audio. No problem, whatever you want to do. So I'm going to go ahead and put it in the chat. If you and put it in the, I can't see anything in the chat, so you'll have to no, read it to me. No, you won't. You probably won't. You won't see it. So I'm going to put the chat link for them to come on to Streamyards, and then they can get either audio or video. And it's we're going to keep it to like maybe three minutes, so everybody can get a chance. Whoever wants it. Do you want me to answer Cindy's question? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and answer Cindy's question. So Cindy, she says, "Can you tell me my purpose and what I need to achieve?" It's not about achieving anything. 
Uh, your purpose is we are here to help each other just for the sake of helping, not because you can, but because you should. Your purpose isn't becoming a doctor or a lawyer or a basketball player or anything like that. You're going to fulfill your purpose by doing one thing, by being by being human. But when I say help, I mean physically helping someone. Like someone's going to walk up to you and say, excuse me, miss, can you help me find my way? I'm lost. I'm trying to find this building. And you say to them one of two things. You could say, well, I don't like people. Go away. Or you could say, hey, you know what? You take a left, you take a right, you go down here, you go down three streets. Oh, you know what? Instead, I'm actually going that way. How about I get in my car and you follow me down there and I show you how to get there? That's fulfilling your purpose. Cindy, if you think it is some big grandioso story that you got to do something so much better than everybody else, that's called your ego. Let it go. As long as you're out there helping and you're helping in a physical way, you're helping other people to do something they cannot do for themselves or you're helping them to figure it out, that's your purpose. Everyone has the same purpose. God made it simple for everyone to do so everyone could do. Anyone who's out there like Kim Kardashian going, my big purpose is no. That's their ego. Let it go. There you go, Cindy. Okay, we have Tiffany, and we're going to bring Tiffany in. Tiffany, um, would like a reading, Daniel? Sure. Well, the way it works with me is you have to ask me questions, and I will get you answers. If you just say to me, "What what does Spirit have for me? They don't have anything for you unless you actually give me an intent to give you something. Okay, Tiffany? Can you tell me anything about my purpose? I just I just talked about the purpose. Your purpose is not an individual thing. Your purpose is, but it's not. Your purpose is we're here to help each other just for the sake of helping, not because you can, but because you should. I know it sounds very plain and sounds very boring, but that's what the purpose is. Except what the purpose is is we're all here to help each other. We're all meant to do this together. If there was, if we weren't meant to do this together, there wouldn't be 7.5 billion of us. There would only be one. So you will fulfill your purpose by being one thing, which is we are all the same thing. We are human. And as long as you're out there helping someone to do something they cannot do for themselves or you're helping them to figure it out for themselves in a physical way, then that is you helping. That is you fulfilling your purpose. It's not some big grandiose story that you're going to, story you're going to become a doctor or a lawyer or you're going to save the world. But that is part of it. But you're going to do it while being human. As long as you're helping that's what you're doing. But if you're walking around going, oh, my, my crap doesn't stink and I don't care about people and stuff like that, well, guess what? You'll stay on the incorrect path and you'll come back again uh, because you have been here 28 times. And 28 times is pretty high. The average is between 26 and 29 times. You're on number 28. Get your purpose fulfilled and don't come back again because you don't want to come back here again because this place isn't going to be very nice if you do. Okay? Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks. Thanks. And be good and don't do any stupid stuff. <laughs> okay. If you want a link, you're going to have, I don't think it's on Facebook, guys. You're going to have to go to YouTube, um, United Public, uh, you, oh my God, UFO Paranormal um, YouTube or Chasing Prophecy uh, or UFO Gods and Extraterrestrials. But it's not, the link is not on Facebook. I could probably do, I can probably try to post it in Facebook. Although it's kind of hard to do it while I'm having a show. So bear with me. Um, any more questions or comments for... Well, even, even that right there, when you talked about UFOs and extraterrestrials, what do you think archangels are? They're what That's we what would refer, they, they're, they're what we refer to as aliens. They're just alien from us. Yeah, They're just beings of a higher consciousness, but these ones no longer need a body. That's all. And they have been here for gazillions of years. 
gazillions. We can't count that high. And how many archangels are there? Not 12 or 14 that's listed in that book. I have all of them with me. There are thousands of them. Thousands of them. So I were waiting for someone to um, comment or have a question. How, how do you know that it's an angel, that it's a good angel, um, and not something like on the other realm of because everything that it tells me, it tells me in a positive way. It's a, for a positive reason. When you have something telling you to do something that's you know is not right, like go out and kill people or take pick up. I have spirit around me all the time. They are both positive and negative. I have negative energies who come around me who know I have firearms in my house who have said to me to pick up a gun and shoot myself. So I know that's not something good. No, that's not. Um, we have and when Holly. it's not something good... I won't listen to it, but not not everybody doesn't not listen to it. Some people say okay and go out and kill people. Oh, I, I know that's true. They do it all the time. Um, we have Holly right. in the studio. Holly, what was the question for Daniel? Can you turn your radio down, Holly? Because I can yeah, all Holly. I can hear is me. Okay, is that better? Can you hear me now? No, we still have background. Oh, There's a lot of background <laughs> echo. You're going to have to turn the turn the volume of your speakers down on your computer so it gets rid of the so you just hear us. Okay, do you hear me now? Is it okay? Yes. Yeah, this is not a uh, this is not an AT and T commercial. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, um, I wanted to know if you could tell me how many times I've been here. Twenty nine times. Twenty nine. Wow. <laughs> That's pretty high. Yeah. You don't want to be here another time, I'm telling you, Holly. This I place know. is not gonna look good. It's gonna look like a like a Mad Max movie. Well, That's have what we're I headed. Been here twenty nine times because I've been yeah. doing something wrong. Uh no, it's not that you don't do anything you don't do anything wrong. It's just we are here to learn lessons and fulfill a purpose. But everything you do in your life is a lesson. It's not a good lesson, it's not a bad lesson. There's no uh, mistakes, there's no right and wrong, there's no epic failures. There's only what works for you and what doesn't work for you. And if it doesn't work for you, well, then just quit doing it. But not everybody can do that. If you walk through a doorway and there's a nail on the floor and you trip over the nail, how do you learn that lesson? You go get a hammer, you bang it back in so you can walk through that doorway freely. Not everybody does that. They trip over it four or five times, maybe more than that. I used to work around those people all the time. I worked in prison for six years. And those guys haven't figured out that they're not good criminals, so they end up in prison all the time. Don't mm -hmm. do that. Yeah. Learn your lessons quickly so that you can get to the points in your life when people are going to need your help and they're going to come up to you and need your help. And that's where you're going to be fulfilling your purpose. But God knows that we can't th get this done as much as he would like us to do because he wants us to learn. Because, But the, see, the soul doesn't age. It's the body that ages. So mm -hmm. if, we, if we have to come back again, he knows he can bring us back again because no one lives to be 150 years old. Besides, at that point, it's going to hurt to pee. And who wants to be here for that? So, But we do have learned lessons to learn you get someone getting cancer is not a punishment that is a lesson that is a lesson that your soul is experiencing because it doesn't experience the pain but it has to experience what the human is going through in order to learn from it so it can bring that back home and report that back home but again you've been here 29 times you may have had cancer in a, in a couple of previous different lifetimes um let me uh, ask not 29. That I know of. <laughs> uh well you don't know I mean, because you're not going to remember yeah. your lifetimes i mean you remember some of your lifetimes you've heard of it it's called deja vu it's not yeah. deja vu it's a memory mm -hmm. so if if you you get a deja vu from somewhere it's because you were there at that particular time or in a, in, the, in that space that's okay. all it is yeah all right well thank you very much Oh, you're Thanks very welcome. Mm -hmm. 
And we have Cindy coming up. Is that the same Cindy that asked me the other question? I don't know. Is this <laughs> the same Cindy? Hello. Yes, it is. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Ahead. I can hear you. Go ahead. Uh, hi. I was wondering how many times I've been here. 26 times. That's actually pretty low. Oh, wow. The average is, yeah, the average is between 26 and 29. I've only met one person who's been here nine times, but that's okay. I did a reading for a woman uh, a few years ago. She had been here 43 times, and she was totally messing it up. And and uh, and you, you being here 26 compared to her uh, you know, 43 times, I put it to her this way. She asked me if she had fulfilled her purpose, and I said no. She had, And she said, do I have time? I said, no, you've run out of time. Now, if I told you you ran out of time, Cindy, what would that mean to you? Um, that mean I am making to for the last <laughs> uh, well, for her, it meant that she was going to die soon, and she did six months later. Oh, oh my! I don't pull any punches with people. They want to know something. That's why I always say, "Don't ask questions you don't want answers to," because I will get you the answer, and everybody can handle that answer. But that's okay. She'll just come back again. No big deal. Right. Because you know why? You know what you have in common with the other seven point five billion people on the face of this earth? We all die. What that? That <laughs> and we'll I, all be there, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, everyone dies. Everyone, but you know, it depends upon where you choose to go. And if you are here now, Cindy, you have been to you have been to heaven twenty five other times. You just have to come wow. back. That's all. Yeah, don't worry about it. Do we have to but come back? Can we choose to not come, to come back? No, you have to come back if you haven't fulfilled your purpose. The only way you can choose to not come back is if, if you do fulfill your purpose. You will go home. You will go to a holding place. No one goes to heaven right away. And they will let you know what you've done and what you haven't done in your lifetime. And they will tell you about the things that you haven't done and say, look, we, we, we wanted you to do this, but you used your free will and your ego a little bit too much. So you have to go back again. But you being a bright, white, loving soul want to come back again sometimes because you get to do human things, not always, but not every time you come back here is there computers and cars and anything like that because you being here 26 times, you have lived in the 12, 13, 14, 15 hundreds. So you've been here many, many times. It's just, uh, and the, the, the difference of when you do come back is how old you are when you pass away. If you die under the age of 30 years old, you'll come back eight years later. If you die over the age of 30 years old, you would come back 80 years later and all for one reason so that you're not recognized. That's it. Wow. That's amazing. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, 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 you know, life is not always easy. So, you know, that's why I say some spirit, some, when you step up out of your body, you're going to, you're going to have memories of your, of your lifetime now, plus all your other 25 lifetimes. And you might look at that light and you might not want to return. So you might stay here as an earthbound spirit. For us would, to keep vibrating on, uh, like, I feel like if there are people in our life that are set up, we have to continue to try to get along with that. What was that? That was kind of hard to hear. Yeah, it was fairly hard to hear. I couldn't make it out. Could you, can you slow down with your speech and just... When when you're when you're talking very fast, I'm not able to hear the mess the uh, your message because it's coming through very broken up. And life, 
Yeah, I can't make it out. I'm sorry. Cindy, we can't make out what you said. Sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm just a spirit. I'm a medium. I'm not psychic. <laughs> <laughs> I, thank I, I, you. Yeah, okay. I don't like when people call me psychic because when they when they call me psychic, they expect me to know everything. I don't know everything. I get told things, but uh, when they say, "Are you so?" Oh, you're psychic. Tell me what color I'm thinking of, and I say, "I don't know what color <laughs> you're thinking of, but I know you're being a piece of crap right now because you're you're, you're oh. trying to make everybody prove everything." So get oh. lost and go away. All right, Cindy. Thank you for coming on. Thank, thank you. you. Okay, we have Gina. Uh, she has a, a question. Hello. Hey, Gina, how are you? I'm good. I'm Daniel. Yeah, you can call me Daniel or, or Dan. Or Don't Dan. call me Danny because okay. it makes me feel like I'm seven. Well, my question. Go ahead. All right. So my question is... Um, I recently ended a, a relationship two months ago, okay. and I just wanted to know. Or I'm hearing delayed feedback. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I just wanted to know, like, uh, your thoughts about that. My thoughts about that. So yeah. you want to know if you actually want to know if you did the right thing. Well, yeah, that and. But, yes, and his name. By the way, was Dan? Oh, poor you. <laughs> I mean, come on, Dan's a cool name, you know, Dan the man. No, Dan, it, I'm telling you, I'm not Dan the man, and Dan's not always the man. But uh, um, did you do the right thing? Yes. And the reason why you did the right thing, and the reason why you actually ended that relationship, is because that's what your soul was guiding you to do. When you get those gut feelings inside of you that says, I need to get out of this, or even if you're, you know, like I explained it as if, if you're driving down the street in your car and you get a gut and you see a car in front of you and you want to pass it and your gut feeling says, don't pass the car, well, then don't pass the car. But it also says if it does pass the car, then pass the car. It is telling you, it is guiding you through your life in order for, for you to do what you did. So, but what that also means is Dan was no longer meant to be on this journey, this part of this journey with you anymore. And you were no longer meant to be with him. So you parted ways, ways with him. That's the absolutely right thing to do. What I'm telling you to not do is don't go back with Dan. Because he's not the right guy for you. Okay. You need to move on. You uh, you're not going to find him that the right guy until uh, you have three more relationships to go through. Um, and it's, it's, yeah, I know. Unfortunately, it's going to be number four that's going to be the right guy for you. And that's not going to happen to you for another three years. Well, you can get busy all you want to or however you want to. And uh, even if you're going out and, you know, getting busy, that's not a sin. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, because because love has no boundaries. Uh, and, and anyone who tells you love has boundaries is lying to you. So even even I would say it in this way, too. Even if you were with someone and you felt like you needed to go out on that person because you were going to what we call cheat on them. But in heaven, there is no monogamy. So don't worry about it. But uh, because love is just love and uh, you're allowed to love anybody you want to. It doesn't make a difference. Man or woman, man on man, woman on woman. You're loving as long as you're putting love out there, you can love whoever you want to. But uh, yeah, the, yeah, you just you just you go out even if you felt like you had to cheat on them. But you go out and do what your soul was telling you to do. But in that same sense, you don't want to be doing that to someone. So if you're doing that a lot, then it's time to to let go of that relationship and move on. 
That's what I'm saying, okay? But yes, this was absolutely time for you to do that. And this is, I'm telling you, this Dan is not the right one for you. It is time for you to move on from him. Don't let him worm his way back into your life because that's what he's going to do. Uh, because Dan, uh, from what they're telling me, Dan was kind of a manipulative type person. Uh, Dan was a, um, a control freak. Uh, and he was trying to uh, tell you what to do. Uh, don't let him do it, okay? Okay. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Thank you, Dan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was, Gina, that was funny. I know. I'm pretty funny, so maybe I'll find a funny guy. <laughs> yeah, well, I got a sense of humor, too. But, uh, okay. You know. Take care. Thanks, guys. Thank you. You, Thank too. You, Bye. Bye. Well, that was interesting. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> uh, Cindy says, for us to keep vibrating on a higher energy field, do we have to distance ourselves from negative people? <clears throat> Absolutely. But there is a misconception about that. Uh, you can only vibrate so high, and you can only vibrate so high, uh, but not as high as you think it's going to happen. Because as long as you are out there uh, doing regular things like everyone else, working, going to uh, paying bills, going to a job, uh, listening to all the gossip magazines and, and all the gossip TV shows and watching stuff like The View and all that crap, and as long as you're paying attention to that stuff, you're not going to vibrate as high as you would like to. Plus, you're not going to be able to vibrate as high as other mediums and other uh, spiritual people tell you that you can. Do you know why? Because you are part of this meat suit. And this meat suit is going to keep you from as vibrating as high as uh, what we would think as a, uh, a being of a higher consciousness. You're not going to get to that kind of uh, 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 higher consciousness until you are out of your body. I'm going to answer that soulmate question here in a minute and because a soulmate is not what you think it is. I'm sorry, but it's just not. But I will explain it to you. But yes, you cannot hire, you cannot get out to that higher dimension. Uh, you're not meant to, to live in a, a fifth or sixth dimension. I know people want to say, I want to go to the fifth dimension. Your body would not be able to handle that. And if you were to go into that fifth or sixth dimension, your body would die and your soul would actually die and disappear. So you cannot do that. Okay, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of misconceptions out there in the world, and I'm here to to tell people about that stuff to get away from it. Uh, there's no such thing as devils and demons and all that stuff. There are negative energies, but there's not one guy out there controlling everybody else. Okay, uh, as well as God does not control us. He does not. He does not. Uh, want to command us either. That's a, that's a lie by the people who want to tell you how to live your life the way they want you to live and give them 10%. Don't listen to them. Think outside of that uh, book because it's not real. Okay, so um, now I'm going to go into the soulmate. Um, will I meet my soulmate? Well, you might have met your soulmate and you don't even realize it because a soul is a soul is a soul, okay? And a soulmate is not necessarily anyone that you're going to fall in love with. So if you think it is because you've listened to all the other medium shows and all the other videos on YouTube, uh, stop. Because a soulmate is not necessarily someone you're going to fall in love with. A soulmate is another soul that you worked with very well back at home because this is not home in heaven is home. Okay, it's heaven's just another realm, another realm of existence, another plane. That's all it is. We just call it heaven. And you can't even imagine what heaven's like. It's 100,000 times better than you can ever imagine. I see it every day. It's not what you think it is, okay? It's all about love and positivity. No one, even if you had an argument with somebody here and they went on to heaven and you're still here, they're not having an argument with you. They're not, not hating on you or anything. They love you, but as long as you're going to be a negative person, they don't want to be around you. So anyone who says, maybe I can talk to my mom or dad. Well, if you're a negative person, 
person and your mom and dad know that you're a negative person, they're not going to want to talk to you. So let it go. Okay. Anyway, so we're back to the soulmate thing. A soulmate is just another soul that you worked with very well back at home. And now you're both here together. And a soulmate could be your mom and dad, could be your brother or sister, could be a dog or a cat. It is not necessarily someone you're going to fall in love with. And twin flames, that's a lie. Okay. Oh. That's just a rebranding of a soulmate. So my it's dog the same could be my thing. Your dog could be your soulmate. When you have that one animal who you who you just feel like you can't be without and and they they react so much to you and you react so much to them. I had a cat that when he was sick, I was sick. When I was sick, he that was sick. That sounds like me and my dog. Right. That's a soulmate. Now, sometimes you may you may find someone that you fall in love with. But that does again. That doesn't mean you you fell in love with your soulmate. That just means you fell in love with someone. When you but said all, you with your dog, my I have I hurt my hip. My dog walks with a limp hip. We're both limping around. <laughs> yeah, you're you're sharing the pain of each other, but you're you're sharing the experience with each other, and you're going through it with each other. Yeah. That's what that is. That's what a soulmate is. So. Uh, I I hate to bring it to you that way, Holly, but that's just the way it is. It's just TV and movies have have disillusioned everyone. Everyone. They did. Stop listening to it. But you can find someone, Holly, but you can do one of two things. You can sit around with your thumb up your butt all day long and do nothing, or like go get a job, you'll be proactive and go out and find them. Because there's somewhere out there for every something for everyone, but you have to go out and find it. You can't just wait for it to happen, because that's not going to work. And that's what you've been doing. I, I was just told that's what you've been doing, waiting for it to happen, Holly. Don't wait for it anymore. Go out and find them. Be proactive. Tell that person that you want to be with them. Don't wait for them to tell you, because if you do, you'll miss your opportunity. Yeah. That's right. So we have a few more minutes if anybody has a question. But if I don't get it, if I don't see any, I'm going to ask him another question. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I'm sitting here. I'm sitting across from a really good-looking woman. You can ask me whatever you want. So, okay. <laughs> Just saying. Boom shakalaka. So. Oh, boom shakalaka. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like the hat. You do? I wish I got. I looked at getting a hat like that. It's like a steampunk type thing. I just don't look good in it. I have so many hats. When I used to have the show, um, God, when I started almost four years ago, that's all I did was wear hats. <laughs> I and then I felt like you know Frosty the Snowman that I had to have my hat. I feel like. I but you look good hat. in it. It looks good <laughs> on you. You know, I mean, so, like some like some women I see can wear a dress, look fantastic, and some just you know don't. I hate dresses, but um, um yeah. Gina has a. I, uh, she has, I like tight jeans myself. <laughs> I wish I looked good in tight jeans because I have no butt whatsoever. So, yeah. but Do hey, you, I talk. I talk to yeah. spirit. <laughs> yeah, you talk to spirit. Do you think the angels of spirits give us a sign like seeing angel numbers? Absolutely, and the reason for those angel numbers that they are giving you. <clears throat> so the way that that works, uh, Gina, is. Uh, you have spiritual guides that are with you, and they are connecting with you. It is your soul that runs your body. It's like a battery and a radio. If you take the battery out, the radio doesn't work. If it's, so the soul is the, the power behind the body. Your brain does absolutely nothing. How do I know that? Because people want to talk to spirit, and when a spirit is telling you something, 
Well, they're in spirit. They don't have a brain. So how is it possible that they're telling you something? Because everything is the soul, okay? So, but those spirit guides that are with you, you always have two with you. You always have a man with you who's helping you with more masculine-type decisions and a female with more nurturing-type decisions, okay? And then what they are doing is they are connecting with your soul, getting your soul to turn your body around and notice these things. They put them in front of you, and they are getting you to notice them. Some people notice them, and some people just don't. They just blow it off and go, eh, whatever. But when you are seeing them lots of times throughout your day, that is, your, that is you seeing these numbers. These are your guide for you to let you know that you are doing the correct thing. You are on the correct path, and you are on your way to fulfilling your purpose so you don't have to come back and do this all over again. That is why you're seeing the numbers. But I am here to tell you because I have all the archangels with me. Uh, I have uh, I get touched on my face. Uh, this is yes and no, but now it's 52. I get touched by 52 if different archangels. Uh, the way that they do touch me, it is uh, they are. I have one absolutely right up against my back, and he is, has his arms and tentacles completely surrounding me like a cocoon. And it would look like a body snatcher movie for a regular person. It would probably scare the crap out of you. For me, I know who they are, what they are, what they do for me, and for everyone else. And then they touch me on my face and let me know all these things. Uh, uh, one of those archangels I have with me is. Lucifer, not the devil, not a demon, not Satan, not anything except an archangel. He's not a fallen archangel. There's nowhere to fall from, okay? You choose to be a negative energy. And angels don't choose to be negative energies. They just don't. There are, there are angels, archangels. The hierarchy is God, archangels, what archangels call lesser angels because they have lesser, they lesser responsibility. And then you have spiritual guides, spirit, us, and then low energy spirit. And not everything that's in that lower realm is, is bad because I see dogs and cats and horses and cows and stuff. There is no rainbow bridge. Let it go, okay? Some things don't realize that they have passed away and they don't cross into that light for many reasons. Uh, but, um, but yeah, when you're seeing all those numbers all the time, it's letting you know that you're on the correct path. As long as you are seeing them, you're okay. It's like being in the zone, you know? So it's a good thing, okay? Okay. Um, we're... I will tell this person right now, as I said before, don't ask questions you don't want answers to. So if this person, Alexandra, wants me to answer this question, I will answer it for you. But you're not, I'm telling you, don't ask the question. Hmm. Now, let me ask you that. My, is my mother near? <laughs> Don't ask the question. <laughs> um, well, yes, your mother's actually near you for a different reason. <clears throat> uh, your mother went to heaven, and now she's back. Oh, I hope she's not. Was she, did you know why she's back? Yeah, because she's here to be a spirit guide for you. <gasps> That's why you feel her around here all the time. I do. I feel you, know, you know you feel her around you all the time. All the time. Correct? All yeah. the time. Because the time. she's here to be a spirit guide for you. How often does that happen? It doesn't. So she's here with you to be a spirit guide for you, to guide you. So all you have to do is ask her questions. You can ask her, say you wanted to buy a house. Hmm. You could say, hey, mom, I want to buy this house. Can you show, is it okay to buy this house? And if there's something that you know that your mom could send you as a sign, 
she would bring it to you. And then again, you're, she would connect with you to get you to turn around and see it, maybe see it on a, on a, on a TV program or read it in a book or read it in a newspaper or hear it in a song. And if you're hearing it over and over and over again and see it and picking up on, that would mean go buy the house. What it wouldn't mean is take some of the money that you're going to put on a down payment on the house and go buy some jewelry too and buy the house. Because if you did that, it's going to go south on you. Oh, but you know what? I know she's mad at me. Yeah. They're always mad at me. I dream about her a lot. Well, no, they're not mad at you. The reason the reason that they're dreaming about you is because they're actually connecting with you. Now, here's a trick to that. If you wanted to actually see your mother again, and I mean really see your mom again, wake yourself up. Because in order for her to actually be connecting with you like that, wherever it is you, you are sleeping, she's standing right next to you. She's connecting with your soul at that moment. Oh, wow. And that's why she's in your dreams. But which would you rather have? Her telling you something, things that you could know, and then you could write down after the dream or just to see her for two seconds. Because as soon as you see her, she's going to smile at you and then go on. And another thing, when you're in, her, in the dream with her, don't ask about her death. Because they don't care about death. Because death is a step into the next place. That's all it is. And they don't want to talk about it because it's not important. Because you're going to die too. That's nice to hear. 28 times, Gina. Uh, Alexander, she's persistent. She wants to know. Your mother did not cross over into the light. She did not go home to heaven. Your mother... Mm -hmm. Your mother didn't want to go. So she's hanging around. Yeah, she felt like um, she had unfinished business. Life, uh, this life wasn't exactly easy for her. And she was pretty sad about that, and she didn't want to go. Um, she was in fear of death. And when she saw that light, she was afraid to go in, so she didn't go in. But here's what I want you to do. You can help her to change her mind on that because they can cross over any time they want to, but they have to want to go. I want you to call out to her name and tell her to let it go there is no unfinished business. Tell her that there is no unfinished business and tell her that she needs to cross over into that light. Tell her to look for the light. Look past everyone else that is there and look off into the distance and she will see that light. And she will look for it. And when she sees it, to go up to it and then to walk into it. Walk up to the light, move into the light, and pass through the light, and you shall be received into heaven as one of God's children because God wants all of his children to go home. Tell them that. And then she will, but it's still up to her. But as long as you do it pers uh, with persistency, it may change her mind to do it. But she doesn't know anything right now, anything different than that, because she is around a lot of negativity right now. There are a lot of other beings that want her to remain there because they collect energy off of them. But they do come through here into this realm to collect energy off of people too. They're like energy vampires. So absolutely call out to her as much as you can to get her to cross over. And if you would like, uh, I'm going to give out my email address. My email address is dmj66 at hotmail.com. You can email me her name, her full name, her birthday, everything you can tell me about her, and I will call out to her as well myself and try to get her to cross over. Well, it's been a really good show. Unfortunately, we have to call it good night. Um, yes, Holly, she went to heaven. If you hear Holly, she went to heaven. But thank you so much for joining us tonight, Daniel. I really found this to be uh, 
a great conversation. Unfortunately, that's that switching time. So where can someone get a hold of you again? So if they have a last minute question or they want to get Sure. Uh, if they want to get a hold of me and get a reading with me, a reading usually lasts between two and a half to three hours. Uh, it's 150 bucks. Am I really making any money off of it? Not really. I just do it because I'm trying to help you as much as I can. So, But it does take the time out of my day. And they can find me at www.spiritmediumdaniel.com. It's one long word. It's pretty simple. Okay, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. It was a fun evening and very educational. And I hope you enjoyed it. So see you next week. Be good. Don't do any stupid stuff. <laughs> <laughs>